four or five years you have to be in the seven eight nine or full career territory i don't know what yep. you think no i mean I, i'm pretty old school when it comes to statues i think uh, it's difficult to go with players that that are still playing for a start uh, or even those that are kind of like recently retired um i know that you know arguments can be made for for players having a you know, an individual great season or even just one or two great seasons um, and then everybody's clamouring for a statue for them. Um, but I think you need to be doing more than that. I agree with you in terms of you need to be doing it for a kind of sustained period. Um, I know that everybody would love to see, uh, I don't know, uh, Anthony Rizzo uh, at one point going to be the new kind of Mr. Cub uh statue um and things like that but I, I don't know about that i think that as i say can make arguments for individuals you got chris bryant you could argue that he, you know for a couple of years he was amazing but then he's <laughs> done absolutely nothing since he's left us and uh or javi baez i know that you would be uh you'd be keen to see a javi baez uh, statue <laughs> outside wrigley um or you know any of the kind of 2016 World Series team, and I think if there's anything, uh, I think we were kind of talking about that you could have that celebration on the mound where they're all as a collective team uh, receiving a statue rather than any individuals. But um, I guess in terms of any individual that's left from that period and kind of moving in, uh, you're kind of looking at Kyle Hendricks as uh, he a kind of likely candidate for something, especially if we were to go on and win another World Series, but. Um, you'd think that puts him in an elite tier um, of kind of two World Series wins, but uh, what about yourself? Um, you go on the point of like Rizzo being the new Mr. Cub, but realistically, do you see any of them, um, well, many of them 2016 players who left um, ever coming back and being the sort of ambassador for the club? You've got people like um, Sutcliffe and... The likes of those sort of people, Ronnie Kumo, who goes in the booth. Do you really think that any of those <laughs> guys are gonna come come back and be that? Because I don't really see it, to be honest. Um, as harsh as it sounds, I don't think any of them are really all that bothered. They won a World Series with us, and um, and then end of the day, it was their underperforming, which has meant we've had to rebuild again. Uh, I do, th- yep. I do think. Um, 
terms of someone getting a statue from that team, probably um, if Kyle, say we did win a World Series this year, like you said, if Kyle Hendricks gets a second World Series ring with the Cubs, it's hard to argue that he wouldn't be um, next in line for, well, not next in line, I'm sure there's others before it, but probably the only one from that 2016 team to get a um, statue. Mm-hmm. Um, you could argue people like John Lester and Jake Arrieta, but they weren't there long enough to earn that sort of honour so probably one of the greatest achievements in Cubs history and you're struggling to find anyone there who's going to be immortalised outside Wrigley Field which is really strange It is and I think I think that that's why we're, if anything we're more likely to see a kind of that collection of them celebrating on the mound there might be something uh, along those lines uh, put up at some point as I say, I, I'm old school with it. I, I don't like the idea of people getting statues while they're still playing, um, if we can technically call it that. Uh, well, uh, Chris Bryant. Dan, Dan, Dansby's <laughs> wife, she has a statue. And she have a statue outside some soccer stadium and <laughs> she's still playing. That's just a bit weird. Imagine going into work every day and seeing your statue seeing outside. outside. Is, yeah, Unless you're bizarre. some complete egomaniac. You're not going to get away yeah. with it. No. Anyway, welcome to this week's UK Cubs Grumble. New name. We're not going to explain why. It just <laughs> sounds better, doesn't it? And it's, it's more accurate. It's more accurate. It's especially accurate for this week because despite being a winning week, there are not many smiles. <laughs> not many smiles no. over here this week. Um, another no. wasted opportunity um, for the Cubs to really blow open this um run in the postseason um started off so well uh we obviously covered game one of the um giant series last week so we're not going to talk about it at all this week um game two uh continued where they left off uh kyle struggled a bit um allowing four earned um five runs total on seven hits um the bullpen allows a further three but we're um Quite lucky that the uh, the offense had a decent day this day. Um, Cubs found yep. himself behind a couple of times, three uh, 0 down in the third, and then they put up four, four three up, and then uh, yep. yeah, in the seventh, um, find themselves down again six four that time, uh, then a six run inning um, kills yep. the game off. Absolutely, there's kind of uh, those big third and. Seventh innings for us can really uh, tell the story. Um, I guess for me, um, like as you say, in terms of like the kind of the, the bullpen kind of coming in and kind of doing a doing a really kind of good job. Um, it's always kind of I always kind of smile when I see uh, who it is that's picking up the win. So you've got kind of Drew Smiley picking up the win. Uh, so nice. All about. It's time it's for time Neil's for Happy, train. Happy Train, play of the week. In that seventh inning, the, the six runs, we saw that amazing three-run homer uh, from Christopher Morell. Um, not only did it give us that push and gave us the the, the lead, um, a nice lead, kind of padding it out a bit. Um, you know that I love a bat flip. You know that I love a bat flip. So it was nice to see. Um, and again... I mean, who who doesn't like seeing Christopher Morel go round the bases? 
like the energy, he loves it, and I love it as well. So nice and early, happy plane trade, uh, happy train play of the week. Uh, Christopher Morel in that uh, second game in the, the Giants series this week. Well, we missed a trick there. If we were doing the happy train play of the week, we would have probably had the happy playing play of the week when they were in London. So we missed that. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. All the, all the wonderful plays we've had this week, which we'll talk later about. And you, you pick a bat flip. Always a bat flip. Play Always of a the bat week. <laughs> but it became a case of who didn't get an RBI in this one. Um, Suzuki, I believe, got a few more RBIs. Um, which wasn't the end of his series. Bit of a giant killing uh, series for um, Suzuki, which was um, nice. Uh, he just seemed to have their number for some reason. Not sure why. Um, would have been nice if he could have kept it going all week, but he didn't. Um, yeah. Game three. Cubs complete the sweep. Um, a couple of big stories in this game. Um, Jordan Wicks, first start at Wrigley Field. He goes um, six and two thirds to earned. First Cub since uh, 1901 to be awarded a win for the first three starts. Absolutely awesome. Um, I think we've been loving kind of watching him and the fact that we had that nice uh, big lead, you know, six six run lead, I think, going into the fourth. Um, gave him that nice padding, uh, kept the confidence up and uh, even giving away the, the kind of two runs that he did. It was like... He did a, did a great job and we managed to close it out. Um, as I say, nice nice early lead, never looked back. Um, and I'm loving seeing Jordan doing what he's doing. Um, and he goes tonight against the Rockies, which is going to be a tough one. Yeah. Uh, very hard place to go, Coors Field and um, pitch well. So looking forward to seeing how he copes for that, to be honest. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, second big story in this game, uh, Luke Little got his call up. Um, <laughs> get, gets given gets given the ninth. Um, strikes out two. Uh, <laughs> man, did he throw the ball hard? Um, you would absolutely hate to be up against him after you've had a long, long day. Um, looked absolutely disgusting. <laughs> absolutely, <laughs> it was brilliant when he kept panning to the the crowd, and there was his mum, kind of like bouncing up and down and getting ready to kind of go. Um, you love to see that stuff as well. And uh, But no, absolutely tremendous. Um, as you say, getting to the end of a game and then he comes in and he's thrown, thrown like that, you're just like, Phew. glad it's no me that's at the, at the plate. But, Cubs have got a few, few guys now that can throw really hard because uh, Merriweather, he hits 100 and Palencia, he hits 100 and you've got... Um, I think yeah. Without getting out, aye, without getting ahead of myself, Merriweather uh, last night for that last <laughs> the last uh, punch it was amazing. Yeah. But, um, yeah. I mean, there was that oh. video went viral of Luke Little throwing um, that 105 mile an hour fastball in a bullpen practice. Didn't look too bad on the command for it, but I wouldn't be expecting to see him <laughs> throwing that anytime soon. The world is Chapman level of pitching but who knows you never know uh, you, you, never might, you know. might have to dig in and throw one out um, yeah. Cubs offence Biggie Homer Belly Bomb uh, more RBIs for Suzuki I believe three in this one as well so a nine RBI series for Suzuki uh, so he's pretty much killed the Giants in this one um, we get the sweep which was a very nice sweep to get um, because I didn't expect this series to be this easy it was 
No. Never really looked in doubt apart from that, that second game where we went down a couple of times, but you never really felt like the Cubs couldn't come back in it because you just felt like the offence was absolutely on fire this week. Yeah, absolutely clicking. And uh, like as you say, it was it was quite weird to to feel that kind of calmness as as we're kind of going through that kind of series against the Giants. Um what what can you say? I mean it's kind of uh wasn't expecting a sweep, but we'll take it. Um, and, and is this where I apologise, or are we doing something? Yeah, I mean, you, yeah, I mean, you say you weren't expecting a sweep, um, but what did you do? Uh, you want to apologise to absolutely every Cubs fan in the world? Yep, uh, I'm going to apologise to every Cubs fan in the world um, because I very foolishly um, got caught up in the excitement um, and the buzz of uh, coming off that sweep, um, and decided to post four. Four brooms in the UK Cubs group um, on the the series uh, thread. Um, I felt that we were going to sweep the Diamondbacks. We were just going to keep it going, and uh, almost did get the sweep, but not the sweep I was expecting. And I'm glad that we managed to stop it from happening. So I apologise, um, and I and I, if if anything from this week, it has come to me that I should never open my mouth at the start of a series ever again. Um, so I apologise. Let's move on. It's time for Greek Not the first time you've done it either. It's not, it's not the first time. Well, yeah, okay. Let's move on. Let's move on. Uh, moving on, <laughs> trying to get through this as quickly as possible because I don't want to... I watched it. I don't want to talk about this anymore. Uh, uh, game one, six two loss. Cubs offense just couldn't get going against Ryan Nelson, who's been terrible all year, and the Cubs yep. just couldn't get anything going against him. Um, Tommy Pham, um, as <laughs> a Geordie who supports a team from New York said, game one of the season. <laughs> Welcome to the Fam Show. <laughs> <laughs> it was certainly the Fam Show at Wrigley Field that night because two armors absolutely kills the Cubs off. Uh, yep. Not the first time he's going to wind us up this week either. Um, yeah, I don't really want to talk that much about this one. This was terrible. Um, no, I, was, I mean, I was disappointed. Um, we kind of have ASAD. You know, he kind of he got off to a rough start and kind of, uh, yeah. Still only allowed three. Still only allowed three and kept it perfectly winnable. Offense yeah, just yeah. couldn't get going. Um, yeah, yeah. I think we got a run at the end and a run towards the start, but... Mm. Middle, yes. middle of the game absolute bottle yep. you need more than two runs to win against uh, well they didn't need more than two runs in the second no, game no. Um, <laughs> go on to the second game one run one nil loss um, run comes in the eighth basically because Suzuki's arm isn't an inch longer um, mm. <laughs> what a really depressing game uh, unfortunately, it seems like quite a few of our lot were at this game as well. Um, seemed to be quite a lot in the group posting photos yeah. at Wrigley. I can only say that I'm sorry you had to watch this because this was bloody awful. Um, to be fair, yeah, well, to be fair, I mean, Tyone, good start after we've, we gave him a bit of kicking. So, um, and it just got absolutely no help whatsoever um, on the offense. Losing a game 1 0. Oh, dear. Tyon goes six. He goes six, uh, allowing one hit. 
Rossi rightfully takes him out. We've seen this from Tyone before. A few people were complaining that they should have left him in. Um, yeah, yeah. They shouldn't have done because we've seen this before. It goes through the third third round through the rotation. He struggles. So Rossi rightfully takes him out. Um, doesn't really... Like I said the Cubs literally lost because Suzuki's arm wasn't an inch longer to catch that ball. Uh, maybe yeah. even a centimetre longer the ball would have gone into his glove rather than bouncing first. Um, yeah. So for the first time ever, we're going to give... It's time it's for time to the entire Cubs offence because it would have only took a couple of hits from any of them and this would have been a complete different story. But, yeah, uh, awful, yeah. awful way to spend your Friday night. Absolutely, absolutely. And if that were bad, um, Saturday night weren't much better. <laughs> Losing a walk-off is always... Uh, it's crap at the best of times. On a Saturday night, even worse. 3-2 loss in extras. Uh, after nine innings, it's 1-1. It's absolutely shocking again. <laughs> absolutely shocking from the Cubs' offence again. Um, the only run they get in regulation innings is um, a belly pop-up, which gets caught in the sun. They can't see yep. it. Lands down. Nico's hustling, gets home from first. So it's essentially, it's not classed as an error because it's hit, but it is an error. And that's the only reason the Cubs even take it to extras. Um, that and yeah. the fact that uh, we got another brilliant start from Justin Steele. It's time it's for the disgusting picture of the week. Yeah, picture of the week again. Um, what earned in 15 innings? You can't not give him it because. Uh. What, what something else? A complete waste of um, Justin Steele. Uh, one one through seven, uh, you should be winning games with that. Uh, again, Cubs offense turns up even slightly. Not even asking them to be good, just asking them to turn up. Um, they don't win this. They they go on to win this game. Um, Abbott comes in in the ninth, gets the first two outs and struggles. Manages to get out of it. He's clearly struggling with something, Abbott. Um, it's not yeah. not um not the same as a couple of weeks back where you see him come in and you just uh, assume it's game over. Um takes it through to um extras and then Palencia gets given the ball for extras and he's terrible. Unfortunately he's been pretty good, but he did well yeah. in his debut where he got put in extras. This is a different story. Um hits a guy, wild pitch and then Tommy Pham drives in two. And then the Cubs can only get the uh, the ghost runner home and they can't do anything else and uh, lose a game. And um, yeah. what a horrible, horrible, <laughs> horrible Saturday, especially yeah. if you're like me and you've already had a pretty crappy Saturday with sport as it was. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, you got any thoughts <laughs> on this? Not particularly. Let's move on. Let's move on to something of the that kind of uh, I felt a bit of redemption when uh, I didn't watch the game live uh, last night because I was watching uh, the American football at the time. Um, so I watched it this morning, um, and we managed to avoid the sweep because I was panicking because I have been getting slaughtered um, over the last few days, quite rightfully, uh, for my my emojis, um, and I thought if we, if we end up getting swept here having done that then I'm 
I'm probably getting banned from uh, banned from the group, sacked from the podcast. Um, group expert thing taken away from me. I'm regretting giving you them privileges <laughs> straight away. Get given them within a week. I'm showing why you're not an expert. <laughs> Absolutely. I think that was one of the things that came to me this week. It was like, <laughs> yep, definitely um, anybody that's looking for any uh, sort of expertise or expert advice, uh, do what, do the opposite of whatever I tell you. So shows you that I've got absolutely no idea what's going on. Um, but, but as I say, uh, thankfully, a uh, good start from Kyle and, uh, and a 5-2 win. Yep, it's... Uh... Three uh, free homers in an inning really does the, the damage for the Cubs in this one. Uh, Morel, Belly, and uh, Dansby. Um, three homers. Don't know what inning it was because I was like you, switching between red zone <laughs> and this. Um, Ian Hart makes a good catch in outfield, manages to throw it in time second for a double player. That was pretty exciting. Um, yep. But same pretty routine win where it's really annoying that they couldn't have done this in. Just one one of those two defeats would have been nice. Um, yeah. Yeah, well, I say two defeats or three of them. I just write the first one off. That was terrible, but yeah. <laughs> it's so frustrating because it's kind of like after the, the excitement and the buzz that came from uh, winning the, the series against the Giants, and it was kind of like we could see that this is an opportunity to kind of maybe overtake the, the Brewers, and we've kind of threw that away again, and we're now, what, what is it, three games back? I think we're three games back on uh, the Brewers, definitely. I think we might be yeah. 2.5 on the Phillies. Well, I think they're currently getting beat by the Braves. I think it Sweet. was like 8-6 last time I looked, I think. I've just been yeah. looking over my shoulder. It's on in the background. But, yeah, uh, still both top wildcard spot and winning the division still perfectly within our hands. Just um, we've had our bad run, and that's... That was it. We were able to have one, and we've wasted it against the D-backs, and we haven't even got really walloped in any of them. We just played really bad. So what? A, what a complete waste. No, I think I think some of the yeah, I think some of the frustration was the fact that they kept going for the the kind of the the big power hits when the wind was clearly not in our favour. It's like just just get a hit, you know, like just get it on the ground and get it, you know, or at least get it sort of in a position where we're able to kind of just get runners on base rather than always going for the certainly certainly on Friday night there was one where um Nico hit it and the way the camera panned out it looked like it was gonna hit the top of the scoreboard the way that would go and I think Madrigal he just yeah. missed one where if it weren't a windy day that would have gone out. Mm-hmm. Um so the wind doesn't help yeah. but yeah like you said they they knew that and they just kept trying to uh, smash it out it's like well what are you doing it's it's just gonna wind's gonna knock it down and it's an easy out but yeah disappointing week um a winning week but when you sweep the first series and you're looking really good to put up this performance against the diamondbacks who we have to play again this coming weekend unacceptable really at this point in the season um when the cubs are struggling Mm. for hits and you've got canario sat on the bench he brought him in once and it were an in where it didn't matter and he just struck out and that's it. I imagine we'll talk about him a bit, but he's probably getting sent back down today or tomorrow. 
Chris and Neil's Player of the Week. Sayers is out. He absolutely destroyed um, the Giants with nine RBIs. Um, he's been good lately and uh, hopefully it continues. Yeah, no, he got into the groove against the Giants and it's just a shame that he didn't save a few of them for the, the Diamondbacks series. But, um, you know me, I'm, I'm a big fan, so um, always in favour of him receiving the Player of the Week. Uh, he has been good, um, better than good over the last uh, wee while. So hopefully he can continue that on uh, as we go into these last sort of three weeks of the, the regular season or whatever it is, two, two and a half, three weeks, whatever it is. Well, we've got some exciting news came out today. I think the last time there was some exciting news, we'd already recorded the podcast <laughs> and then that news came out. But luckily, uh, a couple of hours ago, it broke that uh, Pico Armstrong's getting called up. Um, obviously, he went on the 40-man, so he's not going to be eligible for the playoffs. Yeah. So I imagine it's just to cover the Candelario injury, but we're going to see Pete for a bit. Which we've been really looking forward to for a while. So let's let's just see what happens. Um Manager of the year might keep him on the, uh, keep him sitting in the dugout. I, I certainly hope not. Um, but he might do. He might do because obviously, Talkman's the covering mm-hmm. outfield, and Talkman's not injured. So I imagine it might be a case that Pete might just be there in case something happens to Talkman. It's difficult because I, I I really want him to be awesome, and I don't want him to come in and struggle and then lose confidence and, and things like that. Personally, I don't think that'll happen. I think he's, he's a different kind of kettle of fish uh, to certain players. But um, I, I just worry that... I, I, I always feel bad when, we, when we're bad-mouthing David Ross, but I, I'm kind of... I do worry that, that he will come in and he'll sit in the dugout as a just-in-case... Um, get a bit of experience of sitting in the dugout with the big boys, that kind of thing. Um which But that, but that's what he should be doing because yeah, he yeah. shouldn't be taking he shouldn't be taking Mike Tockman's place in the lineup. No, no. It's not time it's not time for experimenting. And if he does start experimenting, if it comes to the lineup tomorrow and Pete Crow Armstrong is starting, I'll be annoyed. Um because it's not the time to do it. It's the time to do it where two like a month ago, two months yeah, ago, yeah. not not after the forty man. No, 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 I get that. The cut off point's gone, and it he, he, yeah, he, he's here as backup in case of an injury, and that's what it should be. I'll be very annoyed if the start bringing him in costing people game time who are going to be here for the playoffs when we need them guys to be staying hot. It shouldn't be. It's not time for experimenting. I'll be excited if we do get to see him, but I imagine it's going to be. Pinch running or pinch hitting. I don't. <laughs> I'll be quite annoyed if he's taking Tockman's place in centre field. But I mean, I, I, I take, I'll take take that all on board. But I will be disappointed if we don't get to see him at all, and he's just been called up just to get a bit of experience of sitting in the dugout. Like, I, I, he needs to be on the field, man. Yeah, no, he does. <laughs> what did I say about Strowman? I said start pissing about with the lineup. <laughs> And what happens? Yeah. I'll be furious if he starts because there's no point. Because there's no point. Because what are you building him up for? You're building him up for what next season? Now isn't the time for developing players for next season. We're, we're developing. We're trying to get into the postseason. We're trying to. 
Yeah, but if they keep playing the way they, if they keep playing the way they played against the Diamondbacks for the last few days, we're not going to make the playoffs. So there's absolutely. It's... But they're not going to. They're not going to play like that because well, that was your fault. <laughs> uh, okay, and I've been banned from uh, posting anything like that. So fair enough. Um, so what's the excuse then when we when we suck and I've and I've not posted those emojis? Somebody else. Rich didn't wear his his fancy socks. His his good luck charm socks. Rich um, didn't wear his socks. The yeah. curse carried on over because it was that stupid of a thing for you to do <laughs> that it's carried on over till the next the next series as well. Uh, okay. Well, no, I'm not being negative about Pete. I just don't think it's the time to do it. I think um, it'd be nice to see if he does say we are walloping someone, so they do bring him in. But it's certainly not the time to be experimenting. Um, so after the last week, um, what's your minimum requirement from the Cubs going into this week? Uh, I think we've got we've got three against the Rockies and it's three against them. Or is it, yeah, it's three against the D-backs because we've got the day off on Thursday. What are you saying? Minimum requirements. Well, I'm I'm looking for two series wins, so four wins. Four of the four of the six. Um, so winning both series two one. Uh, anything more than that would be absolutely tremendous uh, but it'll be interesting to see the, as you say the offence in Colorado um, and then see if we can get something going in Arizona um, what about you? A minimum of five wins unfortunately five. Um, yeah they can't um, they had to at least split they had to at least split the D-back series after sweeping the Giants and they didn't um, so that, that that means they're going to have to add on an extra this week so I think they're probably going to have to sweep the Rockies and then just win the series in Arizona or vice versa, I'm not bothered which way it works out but I think they're probably the Rockies are a pretty weak opponent so if they were going to sweep it probably should be against the Rockies not saying they're going to, I'm not getting me emojis out I'm not, <laughs> not getting all cocky about it Uh but yeah, the, that that minimum requirement this week has to be five wins because they completely screwed up last week. We need to make up some ground. Not many games left, and no. I think after this, we've got well, we've got the Pirates another three times, uh, the Rockies another three times. Have we? Or is that it for that? I'm pretty sure we play the Rockies at home as well. Yep. And then. Then that's pretty much it, isn't it? We got uh, Atlanta, then we go to Milwaukee. So there's not really. You're looking at it. If the the Braves haven't clinched the division, which they should have done by then, yeah. you, you don't want to be going there when they have to win. But yeah, uh, thanks for listening. Um, as always, if you're not in the Facebook group, it's UK Cubs fans on Facebook. Ask to join, I'll check. You're not a robot or someone trying to sell stuff in the group because we don't like that. It's very naughty, it's annoying. Uh, if you do want to add me on X, it is UK Cubs Chris. And I'm at Neil H. Watson. And this should be available on Apple Podcasts after today, so feel free to follow on that. Tell your friends about it as well because that'll be nice and they might be interested if you've got any Cubs fans' friends. Or if you're a Cubs fan yourself and you happen to have a lot of followers on Twitter or whatever you want to call it, feel free to give us a plug because it would be really nice to have some more listeners. Uh, Thanks a lot again and as always, let's go Cubs. Let's go Cubs. (laughs) 